to Resting Bitch Face. I'm back, yay! It's been a while, and I'm excited to be recording an episode with Sarah from And What Did We Learn, one of my favorite podcasts where she talks about intervention and all kinds of fun stuff. Welcome, Sarah. Uh, thank you, Julie. That was so nice. Um, yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I've, I'm have i so excited to be on a podcast that I didn't have to take notes for. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, definitely a lot less work to be on this podcast, for sure. Well, um, you do have to be up on the tra- up on the news, that's for sure. Yes, that's, that's true. Um, Sarah is the clip queen. One of the reasons I love your <laughs> show so much is because you use a lot of clips in your episodes. I love episodes. that title. Yes, that's what I'm going to name you from now on. I'm adding that to our list of merch things we have to create. Yes, that's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, I'm hoping that I get to a point where I need merch. Oh, so. yeah. This is future. <laughs> Any merch I give out now is hella free. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I need to incentive. do that. Yeah. Um, um, I just got day. my first Patreon patron, and I was so Yay! freaking excited. Congrats. Thank you. That's and I. It took a while, but I finally got one. Yeah, it takes time. And yeah. I know when I got my first one, I don't, not that I, I only have four, but like when I got my first one, um, the girl was like, hey, it's really hard to find your page. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I think yep. that mine is the same because I think I Patreon have my mark, is... marked as explicit. So I think it's harder oh, to find. Oh, maybe. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Patreon yeah. is really challenging as a format, but. Mm-hmm. As long as you can speak directly to your fans and be like, go here. Yeah, <laughs> it's it exciting. I, I messaged Justine and I was like, okay, so I got my first patron. So now I Someone's have to. paying money. <laughs> yeah. Now I actually have to make sure I'm releasing things on yeah. time. Yeah. Even though it's you. like one person, I'm like, I want to keep you. So exactly. I want you to know that you can depend on episodes on certain days. So absolutely. Then I, I booked you and Justine and I'm like, Woo. I got it. Let's do this. We're for real now. I'm I'm making a lot of money now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a customer, you guys. I gotta no. get I gotta give her her five dollars worth every month. It makes you know? <laughs> it makes a difference. It really does. You're like, oh it's shit. exciting. Yeah. Someone's like not just passing through. Yeah, it's, really it's pretty exciting. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even so even though it takes a while to get going, it's like mm-hmm. it feels hopeful. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, one person took the dive. Absolutely. Now. Yay. Absolutely. And I know you went through some turnover, but you might find mm-hmm. that that's for the best and that you find more inspiration having different co-hosts and being more yeah. of a creative lead. Um, yeah. So Melinda's not doing the shows with me anymore. She is going to be on here and there. Um, but it is kind of exciting to be able to have different guests all the time sure. and just different voices and, and opinions. You and I had a great time doing your show mm-hmm. last time. And uh, yeah, we had a great had a discussion. Really in-depth discussion about addiction. We it did. Pretty, it was pretty intense. But I really, I yeah. re-listened to it and I was like, wow, we, we handled that really well. Um, it's really, it's nice when you can... Like I, I used to have a friend, which we're not friends anymore. And I can go in, mm. actually, I can go into that story on Patreon. That's a good Patreon. Sure. Story. <laughs> um, but uh, we were friends for a long time, and we are very, we have very different political views. Mm. But we could discuss our differences. Always, oh. it was always respectful. And we never got upset, like we never yelled at each other or called names or whatever. It was really nice to be able to discuss differences in a mature yeah. manner. And that's the thing is like we can it's rare. <laughs> as he, it's hard when it's something that is so 
important and passionate as like politics and your like core values, mm-hmm. it's hard to be able to discuss those things with people who are so pol- polar opposite from you. But yeah, it's I nice just... when you can handle things in a mature way, for sure. And learn from other people and be like, oh, Absolutely. okay, that's what you were saying. Like, maybe we don't agree mm-hmm. on every little thing, but that's not reality. Reality right. is not black and white the way that the our country has kind of come to a yeah. head right now. Yeah, there's so, uh, I, there's a lot of gray areas and a lot of important like points of view, and I learn something every day. So yeah. you just kind of have to humble yourself and respect each other as human beings, and it's totally. okay to have differences. Yeah, I have a friend. Well, it's actually my future sister-in-law. Um, hey, Lindsay. I'm just kidding. She's not. I don't know. I could tell her about it, but hi, Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> she she's awesome, and we're really close. But yeah, we have a lot of very different like on the surface. We have very different views. Uh-huh. Um, but every time we've ever had a conversation, she's seen where I'm coming from and I've seen where she's coming from when we actually that's talk about it. So it's sort of it. like you get aligned in a certain way. And that's almost that's like kind of not the fault of the individual at this point. I mean, we all have mm. to make an effort. But the fact that we're so divided is on purpose. Like that's been done purposefully by the powers that be, whichever side. I'm not just oh, saying I completely one side agree. or the other. On both yeah. sides. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. I feel Become like. I'm incredibly polarized. I, I feel like you have to be really careful what you watch, what you read, what you believe, mm-hmm. because it's all, it has been crafted to divide us, which is yes. awful. Um, and to reinforce like stereotypes and uh-huh. ideas about the other, the other half, quote unquote. Yes, I totally agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I think it's so important for everyone to do independent research and to make sure they get the full story before they make up their mind about something. Mm-hmm. And you can't rely on either side to tell a hundred percent of the truth. It's just not a reality. Yeah. And but... it's not even about truth anymore. It's more about like, what, what is, what do you want to see happen in the world? Essentially. Well, and especially with media, cause you have to think like, okay, it's 2021. We're getting our news from everywhere. We used to only be able to mm-hmm. get our news from newspaper and from television. Um, but that's not a a reality anymore. So I think that in order for TV news to keep going, they have to have the most sensationalized stories to get your attention because it's like a tabloid. Everything's a tabloid now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, The news is like a tabloid now. It used to be, it used to be the news was boring and you'd walk and the national Enquirer would be like a baby alien with 10 feet was born. (laughs) And you'd be like, that's ridiculous. Why would they ever put that on there? Why would anybody buy that? Actual news outlets that are reporting crazy shit. But we all, we just have to bring it back to like, we're all human beings and like that's how we have to treat each other so humility have to have some humility like absolutely absolutely well so cheers so yay cheers with your coffee (laughs) cheers with my wine oh god it is a rainy cold day today it has been like 80 degrees for a few days in colorado so of course it has to get like freezing cold and rainy today, of course. Oh. Um, so I was just so happy to make coffee. And of course I go down there and I like press the button on my Keurig and it's turned off because we popped like a oh, breaker. Crap. So you gotta wait. And for I forgot it. to turn it back on, so it had yeah. to heat up and then I had to put <laughs> water in it and I'm just like, Oh come on, I just my freaking Yeah. Are you able to drink caffeine this late? Or is it decaf? Um, no, it's caffeine. I'm oh. I'm going to drink it because I'm going to stay up late. I have a lot to do. We actually, oh, okay. oh god. So we have friends. My fiance's best friend and his wife are scheduled to come in 
to visit on Wednesday and spend oh, wow. until Monday. And I've never met them, so I'm really excited. They're from, coming from wow. California. Hey. And well, Where? here's the freaking thing. You don't have kids yet, but this is what no. you have to look forward to. My kid <laughs> has been complaining about being sick for like three days. Today yeah. she tells me that she can't taste food. Oh boy. I'm like fucking great. Like, oh no! It's like I I'm not one to panic over COVID. I think that most yeah. of the time people will recover. I mean, it's like a, the recovery rate is so high, especially well, if you're a healthy she, individual. Yeah, you believe she'll be okay, but like, what a yeah. real pain in the ass! Like, just to she'll deal with okay. it. Trust me, I know. I had COVID. I don't, Trust me, I know. It's just a pain. Yeah, my fiance. I swear he had COVID last yeah March or February, and some it, people he caught it like early. Mm-hmm. And then he got okay, and then he was okay. Yeah. So I think she's going to be okay because all she has is lost her taste right now and just kind of like feels like crap, like a cold. Mm. But now I'm like, this is such a kid thing to happen. Like this is such yeah. kind of life. It's like wrench your plan, a wrench in your we, plans. We've been together for four years. This is the first time these people have been able to yeah. come visit us. Oh. So I'm like, now I have to tell well, like. Just yeah. FYI, she's lost her taste. She seems yeah. fine. I got to go buy a thermometer now. Um, <laughs> you're like she's old I didn't think I needed this anymore <laughs> I have to make sure she's not like feverish she seems fine she is just it seems easy? like she's yeah. a cold which yeah. can't you can't you lose your taste just with a oh, cold oh yeah if anyways? you have a stuffy nose you can lose your taste it's a totally she's got different... a stuffy nose yeah it's is there a difference between losing your taste and like what COVID does COVID is like uh with I lost my smell and it wasn't like a faint like oh my nose is stuffy it's like I, we did a blindfold game and I had Kyler put like the strongest smelling things and not tell me what they were. And I'd take a huge okay. sniff and he'd be like, are you seriously not reacting? Oh, wow. And I'd be like, I can't smell, dude. Because it's a it's in your brain. It's nothing Maybe to do I'll with Maybe I'll blindfold her and put some like pickle juice in front of her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like give her okay. something that she really, yeah, see if she can react to it. Because if she can react to it, then it's just a, a mild like Well, so I asked her like, what else are you feeling? And she said, uh, she's... Well, I asked if she could smell, and she said, not really, but that might be because of my stuffy nose. Mm. And then she said she has a headache, she's nauseous, she has a cough and a stuffy nose, and she can't taste. But <clears throat> I just feel like if it was COVID, she'd be like, I, I feel like it's more like a, a an intense flu symptom, right? Well, when, when I had, had COVID, COVID, I felt like absolute death. <laughs> yeah. So, so she's the day not, it hit me, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I had night. Did you have night? Were you chills. sick building up to it? Mm, no, it pretty much just hit. Okay, I think was she like honestly fine. just has a cold. I was fine one day, and the next day I woke up and I was like, "Fuck!" And that's when I got my test like results back, and they were like, "For sure, you're you have COVID." Um, yeah. But I knew that I knew I had been exposed. I know how I caught it and everything, and so. Well, I got an email the other day from her school saying that mm. a kid has tested positive for COVID, but it's like. Who knows if she was anywhere near that? I don't know. Like, and they can't, they don't tell you who, so it's not, not really No, they can't, yeah, they can't tell them that, tell you that. But I don't know, I feel like um, Colorado, the weather has been really crazy. It's been, it's gone from like 85 to like, you yeah, know, snowing like to like <laughs> raining to like 60 something. So I feel like oh, the extreme temperature changes does not help with someone's body. I don't know. No, no, it's a, so. it's a, it's a toll. It takes a toll on your body. I always get sick when, um, like, spring or fall begins because mm-hmm. the that change in temperature releases 
all these pollens in the air. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't think anybody's not at least a little bit allergic to pollen. Like, right? I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems to be the way it is. Um, and even if you, and I feel like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just even if you aren't full blown sick, like you'll still be stuffy and feel kind of. Ugh. But yeah. if you if you can't put a name on, like, I feel like she would have been like. I feel like death. I really hope this isn't coming. Yeah, no, she just seems like she has a cold. And so I I feel like, um, well, I'm going to tell them, of course, like, this is what's well, going yeah, on. You guys obviously. decide. You guys decide. And maybe they've been vaccinated. That would be awesome. Because then I Yeah, that's quite a possibility. They're from California, so it's yeah, highly likely. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> maybe where, they've been vaccinated. Where They're in from California? Northern California, kind of Sacramento oh, area. Okay, yeah, they've probably been vaccinated. Oh, yeah, so I forget that. You, yeah. So I'm, I'll check with them. A couple hours I, away. I would hate for that to, like, I'm so excited about their, them coming, and so is Ryan. Aww. So, is your we'll fiance from California, or did mm-hmm. they just end? Oh, yeah, he's from Sacramento area. Whoa! What if, like, what if I know someone in common? Like, what if there's like right. a, that's six degrees? I know so many fucking yeah. people in Sacramento. It's yeah. a couple hours well, away. He's from actually me, but it's not from El Dorado Hills. So. Okay, I mean, yeah, you know where that is. Vaguely, I mean, I know the okay. area just because I have some friends that live there. Kyler sister and her husband and family live there um and so uh and so do like my really good one of my best friends zach lives there um so yeah i pretty much talk to people in sacramento all the time (laughs) see and i know a lot of people in southern california because i'm from vegas so that's right that's right oh i know it was so funny when i went to put your number in my phone something else popped up and i was like what how, how could her number be in here already? And I'm like, oh, no, it's the one other person I know that lives uh, in Vegas. That's like so this, funny. A uh, friend of mine, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's kind of annoying living in Colorado with the Vegas area code because the Colorado-Denver yeah. area is 720 and Las Vegas is 702. So oh, no. every time I tell someone my phone number in Colorado, I have to specifically it say it's a Las Vegas area yeah. code. So it is 702. It's obnoxious. But. Yeah, even yeah, even here I get that a lot because I still have a four hundred eight four hundred eight, which is a South Bay, as okay. Gilroy, but yeah. I live in the North Bay, like above San Francisco now, and so it's all like four one five, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have a four one five number like you all <laughs> fancy San Francisco people. Yeah, Tyler doesn't either. Fancy. He has seven zero seven. I'm just like triangulating everybody I know. There you go. <laughs> here, there you come go. find us. See, and I'm anyway. annoying because I when I change my phone number, I'm like, I want a Las Vegas area code just because that's where I'm from. <laughs> I'm like, I should have just got a 303 and called it a day. You know, that's the, the other truth? Denver area code. Oh, I see. I don't, yeah. I understand. I mean, my sister, <laughs> my sister is four years older than me. So she's uh, 37 and she went to UC Santa Barbara. And because she got a new phone there, she still has a Santa Barbara area code. That's like really far from where we are. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't lived there in since college uh you know 20 it's like years one thing that you can hold on to from your home I, know. Town, I guess well it's... I my phone number is the first phone number I've ever got when I was in junior high I was your oh daughter age and I only got it I got it that early because I didn't get to like use it all the time but it was for emergencies you know mm-hmm. I had a at the time he's um gosh he's gonna be 20 this year but my cousin more like a nephew but my cousin um when he was a baby he had cancer and um so I was in junior high at the time yeah he's totally okay now but like it was oh, kind that's of a amazing. really yeah it was a really revolutionary 
surgery that ended up being done on him because he had can he had cancer on one kidney and then they radiated radiated and removed that kidney so he had another and then the cancer came back when he was oh, like God. three on that kidney yeah, yeah. it's called wilms wilms tumor and they uh luckily because of where we live they had access to really great um, doctors and also because they had you know the, the means so they were mm -hmm. able to have him at um stanford you know uh lucille packard stanford children's center which is like one of the most renowned children's hospitals in the country oh, and perfect. so they did like at the time they had never done this before but they took they actually when he was in surgery they put him in surgery they took part the partial kidney that he had left out radiated it outside of the body to get the cancer to, to kill the cancer and then put Whoa. it back in his body and he's had you know things that have affected him but mostly because of the radiation actually not the kidney right um so he's like he's doing great he goes uh he goes to university of pennsylvania he's back that's there awesome. he's smart as smart as hell yeah anyway that's amazing so that's why, yeah that's why i got a cell phone is because my mom was you know with his little brother and or at the hospital all the time and so we just needed that so anyway i have the same i didn't number. even know that they did surgery like that that is so interesting how amazing yeah i, pr I could probably find the article if i looked for it but um, oh yeah cool yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah 20 wow. well, more like 18 i guess 18 years ago because he's gonna be 20 this year he was or no he's 21 this year holy shit <gasps> oh that's exciting drink yeah because he was born in 2000 he was a 2000 baby. Oh, okay. So here's something that made, that like blew my mind recently. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I had to get carded to buy like Dayquil and NyQuil today. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so it's crazy to think that when you get carded, they just have to look oh. at your card. And if you, if there's a 19 before your birth date, they automatically, they don't have yeah. to do the math anymore. They're just like, okay, you're old enough. I mean, that's so nice, isn't it? I mean, maybe you're you're feeling old. <laughs> I feel so I, old. We are. We are old. Ugh. But we're also young. It's the weirdness of the 30s, you know? It's like the middle of the hourglass. It's like, wow, we've lost so much time. But there's so much time left. I know. I think I started to kind of freak out about getting older now. Which I... Sometimes... Your 20s yeah. go by so fast. And then you're like, shit, I'm 33. Yeah, Whoa. I, like, wanted to get out of my 20s, too. I was like, God, everything. It was, my 20s were hard. <laughs> so. Well, and everybody said the 30s are the, like, every, my mom told me, everyone said, like, the 30s are the best years of your life. They're, my 30s yeah. are absolutely better than my 20s, but they're going yeah. too fast. So. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going better, <laughs> but, like, I, I'm shooting for this not being, like, the peak of my life, especially considering what happened in 2020. And now. Right. What a shit year. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I was telling Ryan the other day, I was like, I just want to get fucking rich, dude. I'm so oh fucking tired of like paycheck to paycheck bullshit. I'm like, let's you. buy a piece of land. Even if we don't mm. do anything with it, it'll be worth more money in 10 years. Like, smart. let's start investing. Like, let's do this. So, yeah. Well, we're both running our own businesses and stuff. So it's like, Oh, I just want to become like, I want to what? get to the point where the money is rolling and I don't yeah. have to think about it, you know? So what are your businesses, if you don't mind my asking? So we uh, breed reptiles. That's his business. Oh, wow. Um, we breed That's like cool. ball pythons and we have leopard geckos and Mexican black king snakes and Are you able to do that stuff. in the house? Uh, we have, have like a, a, we have a, yeah, we have a small facility. <laughs> 
Um, and so Got it. that's awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then, um, I do, I have like an online sales business, which you can see from my disgusting office. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you- I have so much, I mostly sell movies, but I have tons of other stuff that I need to list. Too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. You can do see you, a bunch of movies. Sorry. I'm just like really interested in that. Like if you don't in mind. In the reptiles? Like, no. In, in what oh, you do. Online sales. Um, I mean, yeah. Re- Reptiles are cool. No, I just people that like <laughs> make a living selling stuff. Like, do you go, do you go get it at Goodwill? I, do you does it donate it? Is it your I stuff? I buy a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace. I Got buy stuff it. at um, I buy stuff at um, I started about a year and a half ago, and I started because I fell in love with this guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. Have you ever heard <laughs> of uh, Gary V? I don't know Gary V. I'm gonna Google okay. Gary V. Uh, yes, you need to because he is fantastic he's like a no bullshit kind of guy uh he's from okay. an immigrant family and he started like running his family's wine business when he was younger oh. yeah and and okay. he's he's awesome so he actually had this series on his youtube channel where he taught people how to make buy things in yard sales and flip them on ebay Damn. and make money so I started watching those videos about a year and a half ago and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to give it a shot. So I, that's what I do. I buy stuff on Facebook marketplace. I buy it on, good for you. Um, at yard sales, at thrift stores, whatever. And then so when you start doing merch, it's going to be like not hard for you because you've already got this (laughs) shipping station. That's my issue. Yeah. "Ah, I have to mail things. Yeah. That's kind of hard. But once you get it set up, you're like fine. Once you have the, you learn what kind of uh, items that you need for your shipping, yeah. what what things cost to ship. You just will know sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, like but blast. I think everybody should do it. For now, like, it's my hustle. It's my, like, side hustle right now. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty cool. It, it's awesome. I'm you hoping for that yourself. it can be. Yeah. I'd oh, my God. It's all about branding, really right? Successful. It's all about branding. Yes. Once you get big and then you start, like, creating, like, custom products because you'll have, like, mm-hmm. the seed money for that. Oh, my gosh. That'll be so cool. Yeah, well, if you I, ever um, need any, if you ever need any art help, Kyler and I are both artists, and he does digital awesome. design. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I wish I had known that because I just, um, <laughs> I just like paid somebody to do a logo for our reptile oh. business. I wish I had known that. Um, well, maybe but, for your business. <laughs> yeah, maybe for my business. Yeah, because I have yeah. a pretty basic logo that I just paid someone on Fiverr five times yeah. to do. Nice. So, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, that's good to know. Well. Um, I'm glad that you said that too, because I need to pay that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell Siri to remind me. Remind me to pay the logo design in one hour. Yeah. Thank God. I hear you. I know. I'm constantly like that too. Like that's the, that's what happens when you run your own business. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. That whole thing. I wouldn't remember to do anything without Siri. I forget to charge people and I'm like, that's bad. That is bad. Oh my gosh. No, I still remember. I just mean like, I don't do it right away all the time. I need to get back in a better habit. Don't worry. I, I I get paid. (laughs) I'm not giving away the goods for me. That sounded like I was a prostitute. Um, I'm a behavioral therapist. (laughs) Your audience doesn't know me. No shame if you are. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Well, I don't Um, know. I got the, I have a, I'm in a committed relationship. (laughs) Well, you can still, Escort yeah, I couldn't. I know. No, I, could I couldn't not. either. I, I would crawl, curl up in times. a ball and cry. I was like, yeah, there's been times in my life where I'm like, God, if I fucking could bring myself there, like if I could be comfortable with that, I yeah. I would. But I'm already scarred enough as it is. I can't 
Oh yeah, I'm damaged enough. Like I don't, I don't need seriously. That on top I'm damaged of enough, but I'm not so damaged that like I whatever. Anyway, well, I, it's I, funny because I told Ryan like you know sometimes you see people standing on the corner and they've yeah. got their side like okay. I'll be honest. No, I no shade against that at all. Like sometimes right. people hit things serious shit in their life yeah, and that is like bottom. the only thing that they can do like to climb out of it but <laughs> i there's a family that i see all the time on this one corner and it is the oh. father the mother and like two kids like and a gimmick i told ryan i was like you know what i would do some dirty shit before I would have my kids standing on a corner. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that before too. I'm I like I would literally that. whore myself out. <sighs> Unless it's like a mom with her baby, and like where else is she supposed to? Even put, still, you know, take it's the like baby? I couldn't. I I just couldn't. I couldn't have my kid out in the cold, standing on a corner yeah. with a sign. Like it's, I it's just, absolutely heartbreaking. I agree with you. There's and a lot it. of shit I would do before <laughs> I got to that point. So um, yeah, going back to the like sex work of it all, like not being in need or anything i have always i have kind of been like honestly been like i feel like you don't only fans like i feel like it's uh-huh. kind of easy like i don't know if anybody would but you i don't just know have if, to market you'd have yeah to market yourself. and i'm not going to because i work right. with kids but i'm just saying like i yeah. feel like i could you know so when justine was on the last <laughs> time we were talking about how bad baby you know who that is right? yeah. oh, catch me oh yeah girl. catch me outside okay. how about that yeah, so she signed up for OnlyFans, like, right at midnight on mm. her 18th birthday, mm. and she made over $1 million in six hours. Yeah, because she was on, she had that Dr. Phil fame, and was she already a recording artist by that point? Oh, yeah, because this okay, this yeah. just happened a couple weeks ago. So she, she just turned 18? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, like, I will fight anybody who says that she's, like, a no-talent hack or something. Oh, fuck that. that she's hella good. is fantastic. Even her she's outburst better, went viral. She's better than love, Nicki Minaj. I, yeah. She's better than a lot of female rappers out there. And she's only 18 years old. Like, what she has done with her stupid appearance on Dr. Phil in the last yeah. four years and is like, phenomenal. Yeah, she's a baller. Like, that doesn't just fall in your lap. And if, mm-hmm. if it does for a second, if you mishandle it, it's gone. Like, obviously, she mm-hmm. has conviction. So she might have been an out-of-control teen or whatever, but... She Dr. turned Phil something is... into it. Well, Dr. Phil is, like, so sensationalized. And, like, we don't know anything about her mom. Like, clearly her mom didn't know how to parent. Like, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know I don't the think whole situation. Mom, you know. And they, they egg you on. They make you... Whatever. She can be crazy as long as she's not, like, killing anybody. I don't really care. Well, yeah, and she's so, not hurting anybody. She's not canceled. She just has an attitude. Yeah, so and most we rappers. don't know what she's been through in her life. Her mom doesn't I, seem like a. She seems mom, like so. way more stable than Kanye, so I'll, I'll <laughs> I take her Kanye. side. <laughs> I know. Well, I feel for Kanye, but because I think he's seriously mentally ill. I think he has bipolar disorder. Yeah, I, like. and a delusional, some sort of a delusional disorder, like um, yes. with the whole. Uh, ideas of grandeur or whatever yes i agree um, yeah but yeah that is that's a whole other topic well, so bad baby she also um you, i'm sure you heard about when paris hilton did her documentary and um, she yeah. talked about that like reform school that her parents yes. sent her to oh did bad yeah. baby get sent to one of those two she i know the, like three yeah. people that have gotten sent to those th- those oh. are always 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 abuse camps always oh i'm so interested in the people that you know okay so 
she went on this bad baby went on this rant and she mm-hmm. was like dr phil and it was funny because she was calling him philip instead of <laughs> dr phil i just love her she's so funny um she called i love that song out. best friends yes i love her <laughs> Anyways, um so so what after her appearance on the show he sent her to this place called turnabout ranch and after? yeah after the show well, that was, like, part of the show. It was, like, I oh, my it. team's oh, okay. out of control, so we send her off to oh, Turnabout no. Ranch, okay? Turnabout so Ranch. I think that that might be the same place that Paris Hilton went to, if not similar. But yeah. the thing is that they, the parents let these people in in the middle of the night, and they literally mm-hmm. fucking kidnapped Abduct their your children. Child. And then the parents are like, okay, this is fine. How, how can you, like, the trauma... That, that would cause like Paris Hilton is in her almost like 40 probably or so and she's yeah. like there's nights I that I still can't sleep like I, I don't know what's gonna happen to me we like this is so beyond but you know we talk a lot in the the science of behavior which is my field about you know punishments may work like punishment as in introducing something that someone doesn't want into their life in order to manipulate them or taking something that way that they do want those are the two forms of punishment mm-hmm. they can be effective but they're very dangerous and there's always going to be some degree of like negative consequence and i'm not talking yeah. about like taking away your daughter's computer that's not punishment that's actually right. that's actually you just not reinforcing behavior you don't like exactly. that's totally different punishment mm-hmm. when i'm talking about punishment i'm talking about like corporal punishment like you have to go like um you know, physically do this now as a punishment for what you just did. And that might right. be like, okay, if your dad's like, go mow the lawn, like that's yeah. fine. But yeah. if someone comes in and like does that to you and it makes you behave great, you might behave, but now you're fucked in the head. You'd have no mm-hmm. trust center. You mm-hmm. were already struggling clearly because you're a quote unquote, you know, outrageous teen, which is like yeah. such a disgusting, like group to be lumped into. Like it's so fucking hard to be a teenager Mm. and to be alive really yeah um Life yeah but those things in general you might as well just beat your kid up like honestly well i mean there's That's a difference between creating a foundation they, get raped. they always get raped or sexually yes there's always sexual always. yeah so always it's like girls there's such in, a difference between. between creating a foundation and setting boundaries and having consequences and all of that there's such that is parenting yeah. that is yes you know that's what leadership that's what you're supposed if to then, do there's contingencies but yeah at this place if you first you start off getting kidnapped in the middle of the night and then there's withholding of food or making mm-hmm. you eat food that you don't that you specifically which also like. Like, is incredibly unethical withholding oh, food yeah. as punishment or water is mm-hmm. so beyond unethical like mm-hmm there it's were like, so many things that she talked about. I watched this whole rant about it that was just incredible. Yeah, I need to watch awful. the Paris Hilton documentary. My friend, I do too. Saying, I haven't watched it. Oh, if you want to come on, we can do it on my show because my that sounds friend, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd like to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I had a friend. I mean, I haven't. I I don't know her so much anymore. I moved out of the area, but I knew somebody that was quite uh, frank about her experience, and she told me that you know, when she was growing up, she had some behavioral problems because she like had some learning disabilities that were not, that went unrecognized. And also she mm. dealt with just a lot of str- strife when her parents divorced and like, yeah, there was just like a lot going on in her life and she was having a hard time. She never did 
drugs at the time. Like, she wasn't doing anything like that. She was just, I don't know, probably like me, moody, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And they, her parents did that to her. They had her sent away. And she had to give lap dances to the teachers. <gasps> she, like, had to sit in their lap during class. Like, they used her as a sex object. And that's how she got exposed to meth. And they got her addicted to meth. Oh, my God. Because there's awful. no regulations at those places. So it's, like, it's just these, like, horrible... It's, like, a... It, ugh, yeah. It's, like, a prison that's camp, really. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah. yeah I, I, there, so the one of the rules at this place... First of all, the kids were writing letters to their parents that mm-hmm. were never sent to their parents. So they had Classic. no communication with them. And then mm-hmm. the parents were not allowed to come visit the or kids. Or were blacked out. Only, yeah. Or, yep, they could only come visit the kids on certain days. I'm sorry... No one is taking my fucking kid anywhere that I cannot visit. That's not If you happening. can't drop in unannounced, bitch, like, nah. I'm not sending I my would, kid to you. I'm sure that there are millions of fantastic in-home daycares out there. But even when I was 19 and broke, and or 20 and mm-hmm. broke, and had to put my kid in daycare, I refused to put her in an in-home daycare. I don't blame you. I was being super young. I was super young, and I was paying $600 a month. To have her in a daycare facility with cameras that I could check on at any cameras, time. Cameras, windows, accountability. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nobody. I mean, uh, and that's my own trauma that no, that yeah. does not allow me to have my child in anyone's home behind closed doors. Like, I know that's not happening. I feel that a lot. So, but lot. I'm honestly great. I, as crazy as it sounds, I'm grateful for the trauma that I went through in my life because it made me a better mother. Mm-hmm. And I pr- I have been able to protect her as best as I can because, because of you my don't pretend like those things don't exist. Like oh yeah, I don't, no. know, I don't know about your parents, but my parents to a certain degree they were very afraid of everything. But then at the same time, everything was so hush hush. So like mm-hmm. I knew I was supposed to be afraid of everything, but no one would actually talk about it. So it sounds like yeah. you are so aware and you talk about it, and that's how I feel mm-hmm. too. I'm like I was you should always be straightforward. I was in so many situations as a kid and a teenager that I never should have been in that were like. Mm-hmm right in front of my mother's face and I like it destroyed our relationship so it's like Mm. I just will never like and I a a couple weeks ago Vanessa was bitching about me being overprotective and I had had enough (laughs) she's 13 so I said you know what I guess you're old enough to hear this but here we go this is why I am Mm. overprotective because um when I was a kid and I was playing over at my neighbor's house his brother locked me in his bedroom and wouldn't let me leave. And it was terrifying. And when I was a teenager, my boyfriend at the time raped me in my own home next in the room next to my drunk stepfather. Like Ugh. I went through a list of probably five, Aww. six things. You know, when I was a kid, my stepbrothers molested me when I was five oh or whatever. My sister molested me like, I went through this whole place and the look on her face. You're, you have a sister that. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever said that on any podcast, but. Julie, that's heavy. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and some people go, oh, like, I I don't know. It's child on child sexual abuse. You don't need to defend it here. But it's like, but the thing is like. It shouldn't happen. I I just told her, I was like, you know what? And the thing is that all these things happened to me and my mother never protected me. Mm -mm. 
you know, I like, and so I'm going to protect you at all costs as long as I can. And if that makes me overprotective and annoying, oh, well, because later on in your life, you're going to look back and you're going to say, my mom did everything she could to protect mm-hmm. me from things that would hurt me and cause awful trauma for the rest of my life. And, and my mom was willing to be honest with me. That's huge. I mean, I- yeah. I've never wanted to tell her most of it, like, but being 13, she has a better understanding. And I just got sick of like hearing that you're overprotective BS. You knew she was ready. I'm overprotective. Here's why. Yeah. And and you want to say like, there's reasons for these. I'm not just like blindly saying no mm -hmm. to random things. I'm not not just being a bitch about it. Like it's it's actually really hard to say no to children. I don't know if anybody knows this. It's not fun. (laughs) Well, and that's why it's like a, being a parent is a choose your battle situation. Absolutely. It's, all, it's like you're either going to totally. spend all day, every day screaming at them or you're going to choose your battles. I'm a choose yeah. your battles mom. So good. And that's I right probably should have chosen more battles throughout time, but whatever. <laughs> no, I think, I think the fact that you two communicate, you know, yeah. to that degree is really, really big and that she respected. I, yeah your response and wasn't just like whatever you know like she's obviously got a good head on her shoulders she's just yeah she's she's a good kid and I, I just try to remind myself like okay she's a teenager like it is what it is it's, it's so, so hard though hormones. like no matter what she's she's yeah. vulnerable and, and and every minute of your life now you're going to be aware that your daughter's out there somewhere being vulnerable it's like oh they like, have all of these emotions and all these hormones and they don't know what to do with it like oh, she's yeah. had moments where she just starts to cry and she's like yeah i just don't understand why i feel this way and that's the best way to look at it is like kids are not just out to be assholes they no. have all these feelings and emotions and they don't know what to do with them and if you just sit and listen and say like hey it's okay for you to feel this way like that takes yeah. a lot of the heat off i think when that I went through that as a teenager, my it's just scared my mom, and so she responded mm-hmm. with just like, "What's wrong with you?" You know, like my mom's amazing. We have an amazing relationship now, but she has gone through her own, you know, developmental journeys and learned more about stuff. And and my mom was not aware that I had been molested, so that was also a part of mm-hmm. everything. And I had never told anybody, but well, regardless because unfortunately, of that, it feels shameful, even though it shouldn't. It should never feel shameful. But yeah, and I didn't even have a word. For, I didn't know how to. I, I don't even think I know would have known what to say, like how to explain it, because I didn't know about sex or anything like that when it happened. All I knew mm-hmm. was like it was unwanted and it was, you know, this person made me feel like I'd asked for it um, yeah. or or that I, I deserved it because I was being punished. There was a, a couple occasions. It was a cousin's boyfriend, an adult cousin's boyfriend. Oh, God. Yeah. So it's anyway it's it's awful and that you know that comes also like I was listening to something earlier and they were talking about oh I think I was listening to Cara Berry and she was talking about Josh Duggar which we're going to be getting to also right but um she was saying something about him not being able to be prosecuted for something several years ago because the statute of limitations was up and -hmm. it was a three-year sexual of you or se- sexual assault statute of limitations uh what the fuck statute like, of limitations only exists to predict to sorry to protect protect predators and oh yeah and criminals like it's to protect white criminals it's fucking bullshit i mean there's no purpose like, for it three years do you know how long it took me to even remember that i had been molested yeah <laughs> like, exactly same girl i'm like what's the statute abuse? on this 20 years 
I mean, yeah, yeah. like for abuse victims, Same. a lot of times what you can do is you just push it out of your head yeah. and you forget about it until you have a triggering moment in your life mm-hmm. and it floods back to you. Yep. That's what happens to me. It. Same. I mean, I went 20 years without remembering that my stepbrother had molested me until I saw him at a funeral and it was like unlocked Ugh. that memory. And so the statute of limitations is total fucking bullshit. There should be no statute yeah. of limitations for sexual assault, for murder. Actually, I can't think of any situation. No, nothing. If you create, if you created, if you committed a crime, guess what? You committed a crime. Like, yeah, we find I love out how they're like, years, like, later, they're like, you should, whatever. People are like, oh, sorry, there's a statute of limitations on the man that like forced his dick inside of you when you were a child. But um, don't worry, because even though marijuana is legal in California now, we're going to keep everybody who got arrested for marijuana. Oh, my jail. God. That's a whole nother thing that I'm curious about. Like, yeah. It's you think done. there are people in prison that have been there for 20 years over for some nothing. weed. Usually because they're fucking black. pedophiles or, or murderers that spend like five years in prison. Like. What kind of bullshit is and then, that? And then they get out for good behavior and it's like, well, yeah, there's no children in prison. <laughs> what are they going to do? Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Behavior. There's been so many protests. I live uh, right uh, by San Quentin, um, mm-hmm. is in San Rafael, and with this town that I live in. And there's actually a beach right next there that's really, really nice. Don't tell anyone because it's kind of secret. But <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> everyone, shh. San Quentin yeah, Beach is awesome. Um, but, yeah, the, the prison's right there. And naturally especially last year there were constant protests and just Mm -hmm. you would see just people very peaceful but people walking down and and speaking about how it's insane that covid was you know going through the prison at the time of course yeah and they were saying like of all things like at least let people these people go they only got arrested because they're of they color. had some on them. I mean, unless yeah. you've got like a hundred pounds of it on you, mm-hmm. like and let even, people and it, out. And even if you if do, for no like, other reason, for the fact that taxpayer it costs taxpayers ten right. like hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep these people in prison. But prisons if for no other reason do that. Yeah, that's what that's why it's never gonna work if we have private prisons because they don't care, they just want money. Yeah. They're like, no, he lives here, we get paid, we get a check. <sighs> Everything, well, Liz talks about this all the time, how much they make off of you as a prisoner. Like, even if you're... so frustrating. Yeah. Anyway. Whew! Okay. Okay, so let's (laughs) let's talk about this Josh Duggar bullshit, because... Okay, so I was listening to Cara Berry's episode, uh, it's called Anybody, Everybody's Business But Mine. I like that podcast. I like her. Um, Yeah. She she was talking about this, and... um, she commented that she kind of felt bad for Josh Duggar because she felt that the family knew about his past when he molested his sisters and all of these things and that they didn't give him, get him the proper like treatment or help that he needed. Uh-huh. Okay. What? I can respect her opinion on that, but no one will ever convince me that mm. pedophiles can be, um, Oh, oh God, uh, I lost the word. It's with an R. <laughs> I know. It's not recidivist. It's uh, reformed. No, yeah. But yeah, they cannot be reformed. I'm sorry. No one will ever, ever, ever convince me that they can be. I feel and like so the only thing Regardless that ever... of if they got him, like, therapy or whatever, like, it is that hard. would not have it's prevented really hard. this. 
it, it is really that. hard to look at that because we have abs- we have no evidence that partially because it hasn't been tried, but we have no evidence they that re-offend. there is. Yeah, we have no evidence that they won't reoffend. They the reoffend over like, and over. Well, here's a perfect example. Okay, so like, so have you ever watched the any of the Duggars shows or specials mm-hmm. on TLC? I mean, in the past, I was aware of them and I saw them here and there. I remember seeing them on um, Say Yes to the Dress when they did their, like, vow. Oh, wow. And the mom hat got, like, full, it was just, like, a full body, like, (laughs) muslin dress. I don't want to be ostentatious. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I'm fully aware of the Duggars. I've never, ever liked them. I've never been a fan. I've always found mm-hmm. them creepy. So yeah. even before, I, I just found like, it just felt like a big act, much like Sister Wives, except mm-hmm. Sister Wives, it's clear that it doesn't work for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was just this whole like, look at us, we're perfect. Watch our TV show. It's like, okay, so it's yeah. a train wreck in the making, especially because it was right on the heels of like Octomom and Kate, John and Kate. It's like, John oh, okay. Kate, yeah. So we're going to watch you fall apart. Okay. Well, so, so it's funny. It's kind of crazy to think um, that their shows, so they started with like a special and then their special, you know, went over what to was their show a called? TV show. Like something and counting. Uh, however many kids and counting, depending on how many kids they had. 19. At that point. Yeah, so it so would be like 19, 20 kids and counting, 21 strong. kids, and whatever. They kept changing it. Um, and then they had spinoffs. So they had Counting On, which follows some of the sisters and their new families. Oh, right. They're all breeding like rabbits. So if you have been living under a rock for 20 years and you don't know who the Duggars are, they, it's crazy to think that they've been on the t- on TV for about that long. Oh, right. It was um, 19 for the most part. Yeah. It's crazy. It's They were crazy. on for a long time. You've watched all these, like, when they first started, you saw the little the little kids. Now they're all grown up, married, right. and have, like, three kids. It's insane. So they've been on TLC forever. They're, like, this super conservative Christian family, which right there, that always makes me think that there's something going on because having been a Christian almost my entire life up until the last five years, Mm -hmm. um, any time that I see a family or a person who's like super religious and like, basically look at my perfect life and my perfect family and my perfect home and my perfect life. I'm like, bullshit. It's bullshit. Right. You're a cult. Yeah. There's something else. My favorite writer would say. (laughs) Yeah. You're in a cult. Call your dad. Call your dad. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. So that it's all like red flags from there. Except but, your dad's there. Because it's all. Yeah, except your dad is leading the cult. So you Mormon can't call your dad. You got to call like people. Call medicine. someone else's dad. <laughs> Anybody else's dad. <laughs> call a normal person's dad. Call Dr. Okay. Phil. No, I'm just kidding. So call oh, don't call Dr. Dad. Phil. He'll send you to a kidnap camp. Yeah, That's don't true. Do that. Fuck Dr. Phil. Fuck you, Dr. Phil. <laughs> So, okay, so here's what happened earlier this week. Josh Duggar, who's uh, one of the oldest Duggars, he's 33. He was arrested by Homeland Security on Thursday and held in a prison in Arkansas, Washington County. A representative for the U.S. Marshals Service confirmed to people. This is according to people. Um, TLC didn't respond, of course. Why would they? He has faced various controversies since entering the public eye with family on TV, TLC reality series. So I guess it was originally called 19 Kids and Counting. Yeah. I'm sorry if this is a little bit um, cutting you off, but I finally have my thoughts together. 
I have to respectfully disagree about the whole idea that his family could have gotten help because I, I have to say, regardless of whether that's true, this is a person who's actively been an abuser since they were very young mm -hmm. and actively hiding that and actively pursuing that. So whether or not his family sent him to therapy doesn't really determine or change that doesn't determine anything. And it doesn't change the fact that he's purposefully pursuing this. Like you can't, yeah. it's just like you were saying with addiction, like it, it doesn't really matter what resources they offer him if he doesn't want them. And maybe that's why yeah. pedophiles don't usually be, get reformed is because they don't yeah. believe that there's a problem with it. And there's all this, you know, unfortunately there's like pro child porn like shit out there that I'm I've never oh, seen I but so I know much shit to say about the child okay porn stuff. Yeah. yeah anyway yeah so so I mean I totally agree with you because uh, being a pedophile is not the same as being a bank robber like a bank no. robber a bank robber is probably robbing banks to feed his family right needs money yeah that's about now the if they get it's it, not about if they the experience get it together and they get a great job a great career where they don't have to rob banks anymore then chances are they can move forward without that yeah. but there's something so sick inside of a murderer or a pedophile Fundamental. there's something yeah there's really something so wrong with them that you yes. can't just recover from that. That's why they reoffend all well, the and time. And that's why you can. That's why you can say like, okay, someone that kills out of self defense or something is a lot different right. than somebody who pathologically wants to kill people. Exactly. Like, it's all about. And that's intent. why people murder pedophiles in prison. That's why they, they get murdered yeah. or get their ass beat because they know that once they get released, they're going to do it again. Yeah. So, it's, which it's kind of amazing, actually. That's like the. I'm a fan of it. I'm. I definitely <laughs> always want pedophiles to go to prison because I always feel oh, like, well, well yeah. they'll get taken care of. So you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I do agree with you. Like, I haven't seen evidence to the contrary. There there is no evidence that in America there's any sort of program that has ever helped pedophiles become reformed effectively. No, like, there just and isn't. it's like, and if somebody's creepy, like. I judge them. I judge creepy people. Sometimes well, you can just tell. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And as women, we were trained to be like, no, it's fine. To be nice. Let me just help you. And it's like, I'm looking back on like even friends that I had. I didn't even fucking want to be that guy's friend. But he's yeah. such a fucking creeper. Pushing him his way in my life. Making me think that I owed him my attention. And then when mm -hmm. I didn't want to date him, somehow I'm a bitch. And it's like, wow. See, this is my, like, Julie's becoming a feminist in her 30s rant. Yes, I've never been that girl to be like a feminist. But as I get older, I see those things where it's realistic. Like, you're yeah. expecting as a woman to be polite and to not make people apologetic. feel bad. Always exactly. be apologetic. Well, if you're a fucking creeper, I'm going <sighs> to say get the hell away from me, you fucking creeper. Because yeah. I don't care if I hurt that person's feelings. I'm so what? Safe. What is the worst yeah. that's going to happen if you hurt someone's feelings? They don't want to talk to you anymore? Great. They suck. Good. Talk They're to them weird either. anyways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. So going back to this Josh Duggar thing. Okay, so mid-May 2015, he apologized for his wrongdoing after 20, 2006. So this is almost 10 years later. Oh, he apologized? Oh, that's fine. So this police report from 2006 was released and it revealed that he had been investigated as a teen for inappropriately touching five underage girls on four so, sisters and an unnamed friend, right? 
I, I thought it was three well, sisters. So his sisters, Jill and Jessa, they ended up stepping forward as two of the victims. This was in 2015. <sighs> yeah, and there's now a then whole later Jessa in 2015. Later in 2015, poor thing. Um, he uh, there he was part of the. His information was leaked as part of the Ashley Madison. Oh, I forgot that? about that. Like yeah. that's that almost feels like a cover. It's like really. Mm-hmm. You you're so, into other women and kids. See that I never understood. I like. Oh well, he, they're gonna spin it as a sex addiction. I'm sure. Um, yeah, like I almost feel like he went on Ashley Madison on purpose. Well, I think he was sleeping well, with uh, escorts make, and stuff like that too. Sure, maybe he like made them act like babies. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. Oh, God. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. But you know what <sighs> I'm saying? Like it's all like the whole Colton Underwood thing. He's not a pedophile, but like you know how he was so like I'm not gay that his mm-hmm. behavior became like stalking women and they'd be like, well, yeah. he's stalking women. So he must not be gay. It's sort of like, I'm almost like, is that was the Ashley Madison thing? But who knows? So I am so like, I'm so not Ashley into Madison. the bachelor. Never have been into the ba- bachelor. Because oh, that's I think like the absurd. one season I watched. It's so stupid. It's so uncomfortable. So stu- In 2021, are we still 50 girls fighting over one random well, but guy he's black like, now? So it's so, it's so revolutionary. It's like, really? No, I I, it took them that long. Is this the first Black Bachelor? I know. I think that's it is. Insane. It's just horrifying, right? That's like, crazy. How dare we? As yeah. I mean, American Idol has crowned plenty of Black people. There anyway, so The Bachelor is garbage. Men. I'm all about it. <laughs> I, know, I could never be on that Give show. Give me a Michael Either B. Side. Jordan on there. Hey. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> He's so definitely. sexy. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, so the, Sorry, the thing about cheese. that one. Oh, you're fine. I love cheese. I eat so much cheese. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Did you? All I want is cheese. All I have like so, You should see my cheese today. drawer. My kitchen has so much cheese. It's insane. Oh my god, you guys! Julie and I have so much in common. You have no idea. <laughs> Kyler will be I'll like to you share photos cheese? of our cheese. Yeah, cheese drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just bought two different forms of cheese today. That I'm making. I'm gonna make a pasta. So I did too. Um, Ooh, hey. I bought I bought Swiss. I bought Swiss and I bought this. I like, love Swiss. It's my favorite. And I me bought too. This... Oh my god! <laughs> Nobody likes Swiss. That's Nobody amazing. else likes Swiss but us. <laughs> um, and I also we're got Swisters. Some... We're Swisters. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, now we wow. need merch. Swisters. Yes. Oh, that actually be really funny That'd be great. if we got like Which um... is like a slice of cheese. I was gonna say if it was like a, a cheese cutting board or something, or like oh yeah, Swisters. It Swisters on it, and it had we we're both we were each pieces of Swiss cheese. Yeah, on it. Okay. Yeah, Mar- I love that it. Down. That's merch. I wrote. I already wrote it. I already wrote it down. It's right there. <laughs> so every time you come on, it's gonna be a Swister episode. Yes. Okay. All right. Love it. So um, okay, so that came out in 2015, and then. Of course, he confessed to having a pornography addiction, and he also confessed to cheating on mm. his wife. Those and so they the put issue. this, like, apology statement on the Duggar family website. So he said, I have been the biggest hypocrite ever while espousing faith and family values, which he also was head was head of, it's like oh, family right. first or family something. It's some, some Christian bull- yeah. family some thing. Bullshit. Um, I have secretly over the last several years been viewing pornography on the internet and this became a secret addiction and I became unfaithful to my wife. I am so ashamed of the double life that I've been living and am grieved for the hurt, pain, and disgrace my sin has caused my wife and family. And most of all, 
Jesus and all those who profess. Oh, Jesus. Barf. Whatever. I love how people of faith, quote unquote, are like, I'll just talk about Jesus. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, well, there's so many yeah. hypocrites in Christianity. I'm sur- sure there's um, millions of wonderful, well, hypocrite, wonderful isn't people. Isn't hypocrite like a biblical word? Yeah. Hippocrates? I, I'm or maybe that's... I'm sure that there are millions of amazing like people of faith out there. But all I can think about mm. is like the the pastor of that mega church that Justin Bieber yep. goes to, how he was cheating oh, on his wife. Like, it's just so much bullshit. Honestly, if cheating on your wife were the worst it was, I'd be like, okay. Like, I mean, it's not good, but like all the other shit, like Josh, we don't care that you cheat on your wife. We care that you fucking fingered your sisters or fiddled with your sisters when uh-huh. they were little and, and you look at child porn. Okay. Yeah. That's the yeah. porn. And, and it's not even supposed to be called child porn. Because that almost makes yes. it seem, yeah, like the like it's entertainment value, like the child was implicit or something. No, it's supposed to be what is it? Child abuse images, materials, uh, images, child sexual abuse, I think. child sexual abuse and materials. I, yes, and so I was also going to mention. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to write it down. But I was so happy to hear that term when I was listening to yes. Kara's episode earlier today because. Yeah, thank, when you think about thank. pornography, like people in porn signed up to be in porn. They're over the age of Absolutely. 18. They're Absolutely. consenting adults. They're getting tested. They're 100%. being safe. Like that is porn. It's kind it's of the consensual. same thing. It's like my hope. anger towards the, I hate when you hear a story, like, okay, when you hear a story about a guy who murdered someone and then mm-hmm. had sex with her corpse. No, the fuck he didn't. Yeah, have sex with her corpse. that's a good point. He raped you her can't corpse. He mutilated have, her corpse. Yes, you raped the corpse. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, a corpse cannot give you consent to have sex with them, and if you have sex with someone, you're both participating. Can Death is not call consent. It what it is? Death is not yes. consent. I hate Walmart. that. That really pisses me off. I th- every time I, think I hear that, that on be our cause. podcast. Frankly, Julie, I think that should be our new cause. <laughs> yeah. Death is not consent. I'm writing it's it down. It's not. God, I hate that. It drives me nuts. So, okay. So, in so there was a previous run-in with Josh in, uh, with Homeland Security. His place of employment, an Arkansas car dealership. Oh, of course, he's a fucking car dealer. Yeah. Like, car and he's salesman. only worth, like, not that I'm worth a lot of money, but he's only worth $200,000. I'm not worth shit, but I'm not. I mean, how are you on but he's a for dog. Like 15, 20 years and have no money? And you have, like, I, I feel like if you own a car dealership, you or automatically like you sold a car dealership was working at it oh okay whatever i don't care so it was raided as part of an ongoing federal investigation in november 2019 and that was all the feds take so long (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it um there was a a a rep for the family told people in a statement that they were shocked to see a news report today that says their home was raided by federal law enforcement agencies this is not true to the best of our knowledge um, I'm pretty sure you would know if your home was invaded. Um, <laughs> that any member of our family is the target of investigation of any kind. So that was 2019. Liars. Now, apparently this arrest is in connection to that raid in 2019. So let's uh-huh. see. Yes. Yeah. This is all stuff they found in 2019, but they weren't able. They really wanted a conviction. Yes. So from how I understand it, from listening to Liz, who's like my 
my law. She's very informative. She knows everything. She knows what the fuck she's talking about. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, let me tell you what it is. Liz Bentley. She's like, he wasn't held without bail. He was arrested on a Thursday or a Friday and they don't offer bail. They don't, they won't see you. They won't put you in front of a judge until Monday. So he wasn't held without bail. And -hmm. as soon as he was put in front of a judge, you know, these were the charges that were dropped. The, the, um, images of, of child abuse images, child sexual abuse images or whatever order. So he, so he has been charged with receiving and possessing child pornography. Now that's just what they're still calling it. Of course, we Mm -hmm. know we're not going to, Say it's we know that form, it's but... not the greatest thing to call it, but it's right. whatever. That's what we know of it as. That's what um, that's what the court system is still calling it. So that's what course. we'll refer to it. I mean, the court during... systems still thought that sodomy and and oral sex should be illegal in like 2010. So it's fine. Yeah. So during his court appearance, he pleaded not guilty to the two charges against him: one count of receipt of child pornography and one count of possession of child pornography. Mm. Um, His attorneys declined to have the judge read out the charges against him. Oh, let's not face the fucking facts. Let's just uh, try to sweep it under the rug. So Josh Berger has been charged in a two-count indictment. He has pled not guilty to both charges. Big shock. What? How do you plead not guilty? It's probably on your computer. Liz said that Liz was saying that, like, you, no matter what, even if you are ready to confess your lawyer will still say plead not guilty because you don't yeah. want to incriminate yourself before you know what like the plea deals might be. It's the system. Mm-hmm. The system's fucked. Like, I, yeah, I don't think that makes a lot of sense, but I do believe and agree that that's the same. I remember, okay. I've never, <laughs> I've never had trouble with the law. I just, I never even had a speeding ticket, but one time I was in the carpool lane and I just was a dummy and I didn't realize, um, uh-huh. excuse me. And it was, um, like an exit lane. So I couldn't get out of it. So I was stuck. And of course there was a cop there and I explained, but you know, I got a ticket. It's not real that if you're pretty, you don't get a ticket. I mean, you've gotten tickets, right, Julie? Like, yes. It's not <laughs> Well, I've true. gotten out of them a lot too by smiling. Really? Well, yeah. okay. I guess you're prettier than me because I no. did not get out of that ticket. <laughs> well, I haven't been pulled over since I lived in a military a pretty... town. Oh, I see. And but so that's still, I was still a carpool violation is a pretty big chunk of money. So they probably really, yeah, that. that's kind of crazy. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It was a long time ago, but I did go to traffic court to just ask that it be reduced. And mm-hmm. it, it was because I had nothing on my driving record. Like I have a good driving okay. record. Um, but when we got in there, they were like, you will have to say this, this, no contest, not guilty or guilty. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't understand what the difference is between no contest and guilty. And it's like, no contest, yeah. I guess, is like saying like, I'm not going to fight you on it. So I did yeah. no contest. And it was fine. And he was actually really nice, but it was wild to see the other people in there. Like one lady was like so drunk in the court. She couldn't answer his questions. And then this other kid was like 18 and the judge, um, or maybe he was 17. So his dad was there and the judge said, okay, we're seeing Bobbity Blobbity, Anthony Blobbity. I don't know his name. Um, Uh and then he, he says, come up to the bench. And of course this judge hasn't looked at any of this before he's doing this all today. And he looks at it and he goes, he looks up and he looks at the dad and he goes, do you know what's on your son's driving record? Oh. And, the, and the dad was like, yes. And the, he's like, your son is reckless. He's trying to show off. He's going to kill himself. And he's probably going to kill someone else. If you don't take this seriously. So like, apparently he had all this shit racked up, even though he was under 18, 
little privileged white boy, definitely, with his yeah. dad's Audi. And he had gotten caught for, like, um, running a red light to make a U-turn or something like that, which is extremely dangerous. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, wow, I'm so glad I'm not that guy. But anyway, that's my only experience being at court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever, I don't think, I've, what even was when point? I got divorced, oh, yeah. I didn't go to court. Oh, that's good. You didn't go to divorce court on TV? <laughs> no, I, luckily we both really wanted to divorce each other. Mm. So <laughs> we're just At least like, there's that. We agree to all of these things. Yes. So yes. just make it happen. Mutual decision. <laughs> that's good. Well, mutual mm. after he, uh left me for a female inmate at the jail he worked at mm-hmm. that's another story julie is oh, the most ridiculous life like what is no it? i love it because i have ridiculous stories but that not like that like yeah. i guess you're I you're married like... for four years i thought everything was fine he came home Unreal. from work one day and he's like i'm leaving you i don't love you anymore pack the bag <gasps> left he didn't even say goodbye to Vanessa. He'd been Joy. raising her as his own for four years. Aww, yeah. It was horrible. fucking dramatic. And he gaslit me man. the whole time. He kept, he like, he gaslit me the whole time telling me, like, I was such a bitch and he just couldn't Ugh, be with me anymore, course. blah, blah, blah. So he and wasn't I found honest. Out he was cheating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't tell you he was cheating with an inmate? That's a weird control. Was well, he like she a got guard? out of jail. Yeah, he was a like a detention deputy. So sure. when she got out of jail for like the third time that she had been in his jail for that oh year, God. he left me. Um, he did me a huge favor. Though, I was just gonna say, good, life, good riddance. My life is so good now. Like, oh, good. I never could have imagined in my wildest dreams. Like I love Ryan so much. We have such a healthy, yes, you can see the difference. Now you know, yeah. It's I like such a favorite. But at the time, it was a fucking nightmare. I can't even um, imagine. I can't. Girl, I'll imagine. tell you the whole story one day. Yeah, Patreon. I actually, I I did a Patreon episode with I did not sign up for this. Oh, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I've done two Patreon episodes with them, both about insane okay. relationships that I've been through. And I, if anybody wants to hear the full thing, that is a great way to listen to that story. Um, wow. Oh, okay. So here's some more stuff about Josh Duggar. He's, they, so this is a quote. Let's see. No, that was a quote. Okay. So he used the internet to download material of child sex sexual abuse. So that's material of child sexual abuse. Material of child sexual abuse. Mm. Some of which depicts the sexual abuse of children under the age of 12 in May of 2019. Right. right. So if he's convicted, all... he faces up to 20 years of imprisonment and fines up to $250,000 on each count. Uh, he, if he's awarded bail, he will have to be in a residence where there's no no minor children in the home. AKA so he can, not his house with his pregnant wife. Yes. Ugh. And this motherfucker is his smiling. Sit? In his mugshot. Have you seen this? I, it's hard to tell. It's yeah, I, I, I see it. He's Because he thinks he's untouchable because he's been untouchable. He also looks oh, kind of wasted. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he looks super high or something. But Let's see. He has okay. one, two, three. Wait, I see three children. He has six? He has six children and his wife is pregnant with number seven. Oh, no. Now, here's my question to you. Hmm. Should his wife be charged with child endangerment? Yes. I feel the same way. 100%. And I know people will argue with us and say, well, she's probably abused or she's brainwashed or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But when you become a parent, it Listen, is your fucking responsibility yeah. to protect your children. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I've actually dealt with There's no way she didn't know about any of this. There's well, no uh, fucking she way. She already, and beyond that, she knew he molested his sisters. Like, yes. You think she's walking around and he's like being a great husband and she has no idea that something's amiss? No. Well, of I'm course sorry. she's like still standing by him, of course, because even her his sisters aren't. She thinks she even should. his sisters aren't. Yeah, because she's stuck, and I get that. But like you, you are also making choices. Like I read something about like her brother trying to rescue her from the, like people have tried to rescue her and from she this said marriage no. and from the situation. Yeah, and she wants to be in it because she believes, as a Christian wife, it is her responsibility to stand close, like stand by her man. But I mean, I how do you how do you find out that someone molested their ch- like child sisters and then you continue having fucking children with him? Major, major, major dissociation and denial. Like I don't even. But here's the thing. Like this is something she I won't dealt be charged, with. but I think she should be. Re- yeah. Recently, I've dealt with a friend that I. I'm going to be really vague was have always been close to um, that friend left a violent marriage mm-hmm. and the whole plan, not as um, the daughter was, her daughter was not being abused as far as I know, but she left the marriage. The whole plan was leave the marriage, keep the daughter safe. And instead, right. Instead it was, it turned into leave the daughter with my parents and go be with another guy who's worse. Oh, and it was one thing to react that way to the divorce, but that this person kept trying to manipulate me, the, like to give them money and to like help support their shitty life. They were clearly using someone as this person is sober, supposed to be sober and is clearly not. And they finally left because they got almost killed. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully the daughter wasn't there because she was barely allowed to be for obvious reasons. And then it was this whole thing about like, it's all going to change. And then, I get this message like, that's like, wow, we're back together. We're going to make it work. And I'm like, I, I will call, I don't care what state you're in. I'm calling CPS. I'm calling your mother. I am calling your ex-husband. I do not care. You have no right to endanger your child. And she's like, I never thought I'd come to this. I'm like, what? You think I wouldn't stand up for your kid just because you're not? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Anyway. So that's kind of like. I was frothing. So that friendship that I told you about earlier that ended. Yeah. That's kind of what happened there is like she had this new boyfriend that she, that well she'd been with him for a few months mm-hmm. and he was okay so she was oh man I hope she doesn't listen to this I can't imagine that she will I know um, so I see that on your podcast we haven't, talked in, <laughs> we haven't talked in a few in a few years so I'm like whatever yeah whatever so it's she, the truth right she had been very overweight for a long time so I know how insecure you can be because I was 240 pounds for like 10 years so I get that um so she started dating this guy who was a quote attractive guy I thought he was okay she thought he was the most sexy thing that ever walked the planet right so she's newly divorced she oh he did she's newly (laughs) divorced she starts dating this guy and they have this like tumultuous relationship because she catches him cheating. She finds out all kinds of shit. Right. So they like break up and then there's a situation where 
he's going to come get his stuff from her house or whatever. They oh, get no. back together. Oh, no. Now, she calls me one night um, crying, hysterical. I just had to call the cops, whatever. They got into this big fight, and apparently, like, he choked her to the point where she mm -hmm. played dead. Like, he wouldn't mm -hmm. stop choking her. She played dead for him to stop. He, like, pushed her up against a wall, like, um, threw things, broke stuff, threatened to kill her, like, several times. She had to call the cops. It was this big thing, right? Mm -hmm. So after, so I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm so sorry, whatever. Now, she has three children. So I'm like, I hope you press charges. I hope you never talk to him again. Like, that's Absolutely. terrifying. I've been with abusive men. I've never been with someone that ever put their hands on me or threatened to kill me. Um, I have. And if, and I, if was, I had a kid, I mean, Jesus. You'd be out of there. You would be out of there, if not for yourself, for your kid, I'm sure. I can tell uh, that yeah. you're strong enough to, to do that for your kid. Yeah. Um, so after that, like for a few days, <laughs> she talked to me a lot about it and she was like, I'm never getting back with him, blah, 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 whatever. Well, then Obviously. she stops talking to me. Oh, and fuck. so yeah, same with my friend. Oh, mm -hmm. that's always the tell. Oh, I haven't heard from you. Oh, everything's fine, babe. Just been busy. I'm like, I've busy with what? Busy. You don't yeah. even know like, they're busy, busy with, with the guy that abused them. That's why they're busy. And like, so I can, I can honestly say I have been in the abuse cycle. I have been beaten mm -hmm. up. I have been choked. I have been choked out. Oh, it wasn't okay. Right. And it mm -hmm. did take me some time to get out of it. But at least I know that I never put anybody else in danger. Right. Exactly. And I, and, and, and she when had it, three young kids. And when it came to and the I'm point like, of how like, how could you? And it, yeah. And when, it, and even without kids, like when it comes to the point of like, are you going to just continue to use your friends and family as a sounding board and then go back knowing that you can die mm -hmm. and they're going to have to deal with yep. that too. Like what you're, it's like an addiction. You're really hurting yeah. the people around you. And I hurt the people around me and I know mm -hmm. it wasn't my intention, but I also knew that I, I needed to make a, I was able to make a decision and I got myself out of there. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people that try to get help and don't, and that's not who I'm talking about. I'm just talking right. about myself. In comparison to somebody who jumps back in and says, oh, it'll be different this time because I decided uh -huh. I want to be with them right now. Uh -huh. I think uh -huh. she was so desperate for love, like, and so insecure that she thought, like, this is the right. best I'm going to get. And her ex-husband, like, she had, was recently divorced and her ex-husband was with someone else and engaged already. And, like, you oh, know, dear. so whatever. Yeah. So they get back together. And she is, like, silent. And I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? And she tells me the same BS that she's been busy. And then I find out that then she ends up telling me, well, we got back together and I knew you'd be pissed about it. And like, so I haven't wanted to tell you. And it's I, your fault for being mad, Julie. Yeah. How dare you? So like, I knew I you'd be mad. I'm like, how could you? How could you put your children in a home yep. with a man who straddled you and strangled you and yep. threatened to kill you That's while exactly your kids were in the home? How could you fucking do that? I'm like, I love you so much. I cannot I can't be, be a, part of, a part of your life mm -hmm. knowing that you have put yourself and your children in danger. Will because it again, it's the whole codependency thing. I cannot support you because if right. I support you in any way right now, it means I'm supporting this decision. It's just like addiction. Like you, that's yes. why you have to cut off people. Like when you're watching intervention yeah. and they always tell you them, like, you have you to give them an ultimatum. Them. You can either I mean, choose it's... the meth or you can choose us, but we're not going to be yeah. a part of it. 
Yeah. And that's really upsetting too. And I know she's been, oh God, like playing tricks. Like, oh, I went on a date, a Tinder date with this other guy. Now I'm dating this other guy. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, Mm -hmm. this is bullshit. And I haven't heard from her in like 10 days. Like I already told her I'm not talking to her, but then she tried to do the whole like, well, I'm dating someone else thing. I know that's not true. I'm out. The hardest thing for me is like, I'm getting married this year and this person was my best friend. Won't be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I haven't talked to my friend for like three years and we were very close. Like we talked every day. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's hard. It's sort of crazy. But she actually married this guy had a baby with him and then had another baby with him so now they have five kids so her three from the previous and then two kids with him Mm -hmm. oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm like gonna and sometimes i peek at her instagram here and there and it's always like oh look at our perfect family we're so happy happy." yeah and it's sad and you know of course she so at the beginning of my relationship with ryan I was still legally married. I was going through my traumatic divorce. I was incredibly needy and raw and I I had no business being in a relationship. And then Ryan. (laughs) I felt that way when I met Kyler. (laughs) Yes. It's like, it's Ryan had a broken back and was incredible pain all the time. And so. And you still brought out the best in each other. Well, we, we had a very (laughs) tumultuous first year. Like we moved in very quickly in like three months. We were living together. It was, it could, it was at times a very, like not a great relationship between the two of us, between me being super emotionally needy and him being in a lot of pain and not feeling that. um, It was not a great relationship. We broke up actually two times. We broke up oh. once for like a couple months and then once for like eight months. Oh, and wow. then we got back together for, for the final time, like two and a half years ago. And we've been together ever since. Oh, so you now went, went out and figured it out and then you got back it together. Was, That's yeah, it was not. I mean, he went out and dated. I did a little bit of dating and then we came back together. It was a seriously a situation of like right person, wrong time. Yeah, because I healed from my divorce I hear that. and finalized my divorce and he had back surgery and healed physically from his yeah. pain a lot. Yeah. And then we came back together and we had just way more of a healthy relationship. And so because you weren't depending on one another, you just one yes, another. We were in a much be better together. place. Mm-hmm. We were in a better place individually, which made our relationship together. Sure. A better place. But the first thing she does is like throw that in my face. She's oh, you like, broke up. Oh, you're such a hypocrite. Like you um, and your relationship with Ryan you. is you and your relationship with Ryan is awful and blah blah blah. And oh. you're always calling me crying. And I said, Me, our relationship has its issues because of you know the things that I just told you. Yeah. He has never put a hand on me. He has never choked me to the point where I played dead or threatened to kill me. It's not the same thing. No, it's not. That's just two people in the wrong point of their lives that couldn't make it happen right then. Sure. It's not the same. I know. No. (laughs) No. And Kyler and I have never broken up, but we've definitely been through a lot because I was bulimic when I met him and and still dealing with trauma I didn't even understand that I had. So there's been... Oh, that's incredibly difficult on a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of who he is you know it has worked out but like and we also moved it wasn't three months but we moved in within less than a year because he moved Mm -hmm. for his job 
and we live in a really small place and so that made it challenging because it was like I can't hide my I can't hide my crazy anymore (laughs) yeah well we moved in really quickly because I owned a condo with my ex-husband and so in the divorce we sold the condo and we were both spending every night together so I was like I was basically like look I should we be both paying $2,000 a month no. for apartments? No, 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 or... no, 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 That makes complete so sense. So that's why we did that. But, um, yeah, it, it just was not the There's same There's no thing, comparing but... that to an abusive no. relationship. It's and not I can... the same. I mean, when I was in an abusive relationship, I was scared all the time. I was unhappy. I was nervous. I, I starved myself. I threw up everything I ate. I hated myself. Mm-hmm. And the it was I was being manipulated to hate myself that's why we broke up Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that and all the you know physical abuse of course um well and I I loved her so much and I still think about her all the time and I do love her but I cannot like you were saying like I can't can't reconcile that part of that I cannot I cannot look at your perfect family quote and be happy for you knowing what I know and the fact that you have now chained yourself to this man for the next 20 years because you decided to have two children children. with him yeah like like, oh god I just can't it's so upsetting so I mean that's it so you had we have so much in fucking common like what we do (laughs) we do but it's like I look at situations like that and I don't understand how you know Duggar can knowing no continue to create children with this monster i can't either it's and I'm, I'm i was looking over here and it's it, it's nothing huge i mean it's what you would hope to hear but jessa his sister as well as um uh sorry jill was it jill, jill. yeah it well i'm sorry mm-hmm. this is just jessa who is one of the confirmed uh victims of josh Spoke out about his arrest on child pornography charges. Again, that's what they're still calling it. Claiming her Mm -hmm. Christian religion stands against abuse. We are saddened to hear the charges. Read a statement. As Christians, we stand against any form of pornography or abuse. And we desire for the truth to be exposed, whatever that may be. Here's my issue. When you say we stand against any form of pornography, you're sweeping under the rug what he just did. You're like, oh, it's just because it's porn. Yeah, okay, but I understand, it. like, I understand what, why they have to say that, because yeah. they can't. At least she's it. saying it's like, not okay. At yeah. At least she's not saying, I, like, cool. God, he looks so fucked up and smug. God, I just want to fucking. He's disgusting. He's so he's disgusting. disgusting. I want to now slice his head open. I Ugh. hope he goes to prison for the rest of his life. And I see, no, I, I believe oh. there should be no mercy no. for people who well, possess this is a federal and charge. share. I don't think there's well, any yeah. mercy. But so here, here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. When you possess and you share images of child sexual abuse, you are creating a, a demand for the supply. So I think a lot of people don't think mm-hmm. about this. When there is a demand, people create it. There are so it's like, plenty where of people out think? there without souls that will do this. To where children. do you think that, quote, child porn comes from? Yeah, Somebody has to out fucking there. abuse a it's child a, to create it. Yeah, it's not a wildflower that you just happened upon and picked. It's something and every that you time are part of. Every time those images or that video is shared, that child is re-victimized. Absolutely. Every fucking time. And so there should be no mercy 
for anyone who's taking part in that at all. Like, I agree. I think he should spend the rest of his life in prison for sharing and possessing. And that's not somewhere that you end up by accident. You know what I mean? No. That's not like some light shoplifting. You don't accidentally happen upon. I bet it takes you years to get up the balls to go like find that, you know, and then you get embroiled and then you get involved. You're on the dark web. I bet he knows. You have to download a torrent browser. Yeah. Um, that's also where people hire hitmen. Like, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. You know this. Ugh, oh, yeah. God, like, it, it's not easy to find, thank God. Mm-hmm. But people find it. I don't and, know how to find you know, it. People... No interest. But... Oh, no. I don't want to end up on some freaking watch <laughs> list somewhere. Like, I get weird. I already don't want to, like, Google things that sound weird. <laughs> I know. I always, like, I used to tell my friend all the time, like, if I die, will you just promise to delete my, <laughs> to clear my search history? Well, remember? some yeah. weird shit on this. <laughs> I know. I guess, like, I guess our saving grace is that when criminals are actually, like, called out by their Google history, it's usually not weird or clever at all. It's just, like, how to make chloroform, if you're Casey Anthony. Yeah, Casey Anthony. Bitch. <laughs> like, how could you be so stupid? How is Google she still alive? Like I don't understand how someone has I was her. convinced that somebody was going to assassinate her, like, the second she walked out of I was, too. I'm, I'm honestly really disappointed that Is she's this still not an episode around. of Law and Order SVU? Why? <laughs> Didn't someone shoot like, her? <laughs> I, I get disappointed when people aren't assassinated. Same with the chief who killed uh, Selena. I'm like, nobody was <gasps> off you yet? Julie! Come on. That's, like, number, that's, like, where I got, like, this fever for, what? People can just get murdered. Mm-hmm. I was, I am and was obsessed with it's weird to talk about this how obsessed no, with but, i am yeah oh my no, god we even talked about it but <laughs> since how since is she still right, alive right. how did she why did none of it make sense it's so somebody take her out we don't i don't her. know something about selena is like that's like the one death that like i'm never gonna get over i don't i, I, I didn't even know about her when she was alive and it doesn't matter i'm just like never gonna get over it same it's I like didn't know that and robin until Williams. they released the j-lo movie and then right I, I've seen I it so many times, and I cry every fucking time. That's such a fucking good movie. That is such yes. a good movie. I, J-Lo was fantastic Unbelievable. in that movie. She was just like her. Her mannerisms, her I know, and, and <laughs> even when she lip sync, it looked like Yeah, real. the mouth movement. She was like, all into it. was fantastic. Sorry. I remember learning. the upsetting thing about that story is, like, the Potential that was lost, like to see yes. where she came from and where she, she was be, and where she, she was would going. be our Latina Celine Dion, and I would be oh my God. all the fuck at every concert. Can you? You can't even get. I can't into all that. It's upsetting. It's when are you guys doing Cruel Intentions? Because I'm like so ready to rewatch. Oh that. yeah, you're gonna. Um, God, anytime. Like we're kind of okay. getting into a place now with where with guests, we will we'll just record it like out of order, and we'll have it prepared so yeah. that we can record okay. it whenever it works for you um okay. we we were gonna do young adult next week but honestly well, I, I, can, I can ask justine if she wants to do cruel intentions first if you're free next week because it's her I pick recent- but those are both her picks yeah i'm i'm free next week and i recently saw someone Sweet. wearing a cruel intentions t-shirt on instagram or something and i was like oh my god I have oh to have that. I have god that movie gives me such weird feelings i'm so excited i can't wait to <laughs> read i haven't watched it? it in years neither I have i watch it again always makes me think of the um 
not another teen movie. Is it that one that makes fun of it? I haven't they, seen that. I don't watch. I didn't like any of those movies. They were they were just around. Just they were so like around. Yeah, me and Justine laugh because we always are like our references are often not from the actual movie. They're from scary movie. <laughs> Yeah, because like, I didn't watch. Yep, that's when movies. all of those start movies started coming out. That was well, quite I'm, a trend. In close, anyway. like I guess so. We've like gotten, gone on a tangent. In closing, on the Josh Duggar stuff, fuck him and fuck his family if they're. I can't even look at his face. Him, and fuck his I, wife and all these people need to be charged. If your kid is an adult and is looking at child porn, you can't support them, right? No, and I don't think his parents are. Um, you know, years ago when the stuff came out about him and his sisters, they said that well, they took him that. to they took him to the police station to yeah. report what he had done. Good. And apparently the police officer that they reported it to never filed a police report, just kind of tried to scare him and tell him like how he could go to prison for this, blah blah blah. <sighs> well, but you that, won't, so do it again. That police officer is no longer with the police department, I believe that he was also charged with possession of <gasps> materials. Not I heard on Carrie. Let me look that up just deep. to be sure that I'm right. Um, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I think he I think he might be not surprising. Um so I instead of scaring he... him straight, he was like it's okay, buddy. I'm with you. <laughs> so state trooper who let Josh Duggar go in wake of alleged child molestation charges and later went to prison himself on child pornography charges. Ugh, disgusting. He is said to have spoken with the Duggars sometime around 2005 after a teenage Josh allegedly assaulted a minor female. He was jailed on por- child porn charges in 2007, paroled in 2010, and arrested again on child uh-huh. porn charges leading to a 60-year sentence because these motherfuckers oh, re-offend. They oh, are always. not, they cannot be yeah. fixed. My my abuser, uh, I found out through Megan's Law, was arrested about five years after what they did to me. And only for six years? I think they got out after six years for uh, raping many, many children, but on two specific accounts of two boys that he had raped and, and harmed that were under it's the age of 15. It's infuriating. Yeah, and then, um, you know, the list of charges just goes on on, on Craigslist, on Megan's Law, because anytime he was out, he was doing that. And now he's like 60-something. I honestly feel like if there's Oh, and his not... argument, he argued in court that it was consensual with the with the boy who was like 13. Can you believe that? He defended himself and argued that it was consensual. I honestly feel yeah. if there is insurmountable evidence to this this like child rape and abuse, uh-huh. I think we should take those guys out back and put a bullet in their head. Like <laughs> I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say if there's a hell <laughs> We don't need you. Take them out back, put a bullet in their head, let's move on with our lives. Why do we need to keep this guy alive in prison? But I know that people are falsely accused of things, and so we shouldn't I understand your emotions. But we should let It's uh, your feelings. You're just expressing We should let the prisoners take care of them. As a human, 
as a human, yeah, I don't want to see any of those Look at this people. state patrolman. He's a creep, Ew! Right? Ew, yeah, he's, he's really He's a fucking gross. creep. He looks like a pedophile, right? He sure does. He has pedophile mouth where it, like, goes Look down. at him! Or it's, like, in and down. Look at know? him smiling! Fuck it's you, It's like a scarecrow. Smile. He looks like a scarecrow with a frown. That's what he looks like. It's like this. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, that guy looks like a creep, and I'm not surprised at all that he's into Ugh. what he's into. So, let's, you know. Yikes. Yikes. So, yep. Well, he'll be dead. He'll never get out because he got another 60 years, and it looks like he's oh. already 60-something, so. I mean, that's great, but he also had to hurt another person for that to happen, mm. so. He should have never been released. This is my freaking thing. Yeah, that uh, is a whole a whole can of worms, isn't it? The mm-hmm. sexual crimes are just so pathological. I keep using that word, but it really is. Yeah. Anyway. Well, fuck these guys. That's all I have. I, yeah. I did want to talk really quickly. Well, I we can't go on forever about this because I have to go to Home Depot before they close. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, just be transparent there. But so That's Britney totally Spears fine. released... Like, another video of her dancing in the same short shorts that she's okay. had for literally, like, 15 years. Her right. shorts that she always is dancing in. Now, I'm going to read the, um, I'm going to read the caption to this video. Oh, apparently, she doing. slams documentaries for highlighting her drama, her trauma. Yeah. as so hypocritical. So it says... It says, geez, 2021 is definitely way better than 2020, but I never knew it was going to be like this. So many documentaries about me this year with other people's takes on my life. What can I say? I'm deeply flattered. These documentaries are so hypocritical. They criticize the media and then do the same thing. Damn. I don't know y'all, but I'm thrilled to remind you that although I've been through some pretty tough times in my life, I've had way more amazing times in my life. And unfortunately, my friends, I think the world is more interested in the negative. I mean, isn't this supposed to be the business and society about the future? Why highlight the most negative and traumatizing times in my life from forever ago? I mean, damn. On a lighter note, this is a video of me dancing. I have so many tricks I'm looking forward to taking this summer, and I can't wait to dance in different studios. I'm hoping to get a miniature koi pond in my backyard as well. I know I'm weird, but hey, it's the little things you know, and I'm grateful for my beautiful backyard. Better Homes and Gardens should put me on their cover. I'm no Martha Stewart, that's for sure, but I will tell you I have the finest garden here in L.A. I hope you're all living your best lives and shit, or as Paris Hilton would say, sliving. I know I am. Uh, P.S.S.S.S. I don't actually talk to Billy B. at all, so I'm honestly very confused. This is my Instagram. P-S-S-S-S-S. No paparazzi guy. I didn't want you and your crew following me around. I don't know what the all that's about. Who's Billy B? I have no idea, but I don't think she wrote that. Or at least she didn't write the majority of it. Because, like, if you look at things that she has written, like her birthday shout out to her sister, that's not how mm-hmm. she speaks at all. So and also, look Billy at the B picture of her. She looks... Concerned. Sorry. Go ahead. No, just this... this picture of her in this red bra and these shorts is that oh, that's yeah. she looks like death she looks like a fucking zombie from she always Walking does Dead. she always does look like a zombie yeah and always with the like she's not a okay. day old eyeliner like and if she did so, post this it's because she's afraid of whatever i guess billy b is her 
concerned ex makeup artist who claims she's not controlling social media. Well, we all fucking know she's not controlling. Okay, her social media. she would never call she can't him control out. Control her finances. This is obviously made up. This is obviously made up by probably know. her dad. Her dad. Somebody posted this to be like, I'm fine. I love my life. Like this is. I don't know what's going malarkey. on with her. I feel I. I don't it will be interesting to see in June. She actually is going to have her own say in court. That'll be interesting to see. I just don't get how she has a boyfriend through all this. Like, what does he just like let all this happen? I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. But Isn't that weird to really... me? Do you think he's just like hired by the family? I don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't make know any if we're sense. Going to know. He has to be in on it. Otherwise, he'd be like, Brittany, let's let's just, like, go. <laughs> like, this is well, insane. Well, do you know who I wish they would do a documentary on? Huh. Amanda Bynes. I oh, fuck yes. I don't know what the yes. fuck is going on with Amanda Bynes. Well, speaking of, with yeah. face tattoos. I think she actually face. got, didn't she get diagnosed bipolar or no? Were they just I don't know, that? but I know she's also been under conservatorship. Absolutely. But hers so, was, yeah. But nobody was like a, ever talks about her. And I want to no. know what the hell is going on. Deep dive. We gotta do yeah, a deep dive on that. It's definitely gonna be a deep dive. That huh. I'll save that for my one Patreon subscriber. <laughs> yes, whoever you are. Yes. Congrats oh on being goodness. you. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Okay, Sarah, thank you so much for being on. I think we're sure. Gonna this Thanks now for having so me. I can get to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, do your shopping. Um you yes. know, whatever you need. <laughs> It's been so great oh, having you on. Thank um, you. It's been great. I to have here. been on your ep- on your show and going to do coast to coast cocktails. Yeah, you're going to be on coast that. to coast soon. Um, and yes. yes, everybody, Julie has been on. And what did we learn? We just recently did an intervention episode about Amanda yes. from the current season, season 22. Living it's a great, in the tunnels of Vegas. It's a, yeah, it's wild. It's a great episode. And Julie, you're coming back to do. I forget the girl's name, but it's another episode from yes this season um if not more yeah. because it's fascinating so yeah is it we the chick gonna... with the arm because that blew my mind <gasps> no i already covered her oh, um, oh yeah yeah okay I, that was a two-parter um no but there's a few there are a few new episodes out already and this one she is addicted to heroin but she like okay. lives with her family in the suburbs it's really interesting um it's yeah, just a unique exciting. case so um cool. look forward to that if you guys want to yes. hop over and listen to and what did we learn but thank you so much for having me this was really fun i'll come back anytime yeah do you want to tell people where your social media is and sure and yeah stuff? mostly instagram at and what did we learn and then at coast to coast cocktails pod those are my two shows the second one i do with justine which i whom i know all of you know yes, <laughs> and justine is on my pod a lot and obviously julia's and uh we're on apple podcasts and spotify I have not figured out the Stitcher thing yet. For some reason, it won't let me post to Stitcher, but that'll happen at some point. Um, But anyway, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, and I'm sure we will talk to you soon. You got it. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.